Good afternoon. Welcome to uh, North Point of View. Here with uh, Dr. Walter Kimsey's Walter. Hey, Mark. How you doing, man? I'm okay. <laughs> uh, I'm okay. You're okay. Yeah. Or I'm not okay. No. You're okay. Or I'm not okay. You're not okay. Good okay. It's a good okay. <laughs> I went through like four different decades there. The whole pop psychology. Exactly. Well, you you just didn't do the okay symbol. I can't do that because that okay symbol here means uh, the monodigital gesture in Brazil, where I grew up. Easy. And when my mom first got there, somebody <laughs> let her cut in front of him, and she put her hand out the window and made the gesture. <laughs> the guy chased her all the way home. He was so angry. <laughs> you got to be careful. <laughs> know your audience, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, when in Rome, do as the Romans do, or don't do. <laughs> or don't. Um, we've, um, we've experienced something here in Savannah that's... Um, I guess it's 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 unique and and a year ago we were sort of a little bit schmug pushed back in our chairs look at all those ships in LA they got 70 waiting and 80 waiting and this and that and then they changed their lines and they counted it differently and then fast forward 12 months and earlier this week Savannah had 40 ships waiting yep Last week, even. And um, maybe the number is 40 or 50 in L.A. Now, that's why we're having this conversation with you. But if I owned a restaurant, mm -hmm. right, and there was a line out the door waiting to get in, that's a good thing. Yes, it means your food is good. Yeah, not a problem. Let's just make sure that we keep them moving fast enough so that the people at the tail end of the line don't get frustrated and leave. But there's something that's good enough about that product that people will wait exactly and yes. i'm going to ask the question is is that the case here or are we missing something because there are other ports that are close by up and down the east coast i think new york's yeah. got two or three waiting mm -hmm. oh uh, no more than that how many I, I think it was close to 20 last i checked wow okay first port of call mm -hmm. right. exactly um coming from Europe. And so is that a positive thing? Can we read it that way? And uh, if so, what needs to happen, you know, to sort of alleviate that so that it doesn't become, you know, worse situation? Yeah, well, I mean, we, we spoke with our GPA colleagues and, you know, we talked to our friends who own warehouses, distribution centers, the, the occupiers, you know, and uh, basically, the, the reason why all of these ships are coming over here is part of it is it's peak season. Yeah. Part right. of it is because um, there is a, a structural shift going on in how companies are operating their distribution networks. You know, right. We had a lot of companies, we won't mention names, but they were putting almost all of their cargo through Southern California. And as our friend Rick Abelson, you know, has told us before, and, and you know he was the inventor of the Four corner strategy. Yeah. He's the first guy to say, this is not a good idea. Let's How's Rick doing, by the way? I haven't talked to him in about a month. Oh, man, he's doing great. He's, he's right now uh, consulting for companies that are trying to fix their supply chain problems. And uh, I'm getting, you know, we, we exchange a lot of stories, but uh, there are a lot of virgins in supply chain management. Let me put it that way. You know, well, just, and then the issue, the phrase, I think the just-in-time has been replaced by just-in-case, right? Exactly. And so we've got folks that have been using the, the port of L.A. for 
whatever it is, 20 years, and that was their spot, yeah. faced with reality that they have to have a platform of mm -hmm. two or three gateways. Exactly, and, yeah. and so a lot of people were, well, some of the ships got reassigned to the East Coast, yeah. and people who used the East Coast discovered that the ports here are just as good as the ones, or maybe even better than the ones on the West Coast. So, um, so I th I, the reason I think we're seeing all these ships there is one, the first reason to me and is- And just because you've never been there doesn't mean it's great. Exactly. By the way, I was in St. Bart's about two weeks ago. I'd never been there. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just because you've never, you know, yeah. taken your cargo through Savannah doesn't mean it's not great. Exactly. I mean, well, it's, um, you know, maybe they didn't get this nice education my parents gave me, but what my parents did with us is we saw new food, and I grew up abroad, so we saw a lot of new food. And the rule was you couldn't say you didn't like it until you tried it. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean that I didn't spit out a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. I still hate raw squid, but that's another thing. Eh, it's an acquired taste. <laughs> exactly. But nonetheless. But avocado, it's great. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? There's a lot of stuff, right? <laughs> you know, the jackfruit. But anyways, um, so there's learning. First, there's a requirement that you diversify your supply chain, right. period. Right. There, I have a friend of mine who's tracks uh, who's got this from the Bank of America, they track how many times in a quarterly earnings statements is the word, are the words, you know, offshoring, reshoring, nearshoring, onshoring, whatever shoring, you know, is, the management consultant companies multiply these terms to the point where nobody knows what they mean. But one thing we do know, it means that if you're saying that, it's because you're changing your supply chain. Right. And so they've been monitoring that and the index is going north. So, so that's happening here. And people go to ports, you know, that work really well. So if you have a lot of ships sitting out there, it's an indication, like you said, of it's a good restaurant. It's a good place to be. And the other thing you said to me last week that ma it made so much sense, it just clicked, was, um, hey, we're backed up. We've got you know ships in the queue at LA. We got to push stuff around. We're running behind schedule. We're going to hit that first port of call. Mm -hmm. We're going to dump everything there and try to get back on schedule and rip back around, right? Exactly. And so Savannah, it's just geography. Mm -hmm. uh, we happen to be fortunate in, in that piece of it. The westernmost port on the East Coast mm -hmm. that we're getting a lot of those, you know, first stop port of call dumps. Mm -hmm. And the ships obviously find it strategic to dump and run from here, right? Yeah, well, we've seen that. I met a friend of mine who, who was running Pier 300 in the port of LA, and uh, the, 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 the percentage of a ship's hold that was dropped on them shot up on one of the services, he said, to 90%. Wow. So that was, was pretty rough. And I don't know what the numbers are here, but I know that the average, you know, unload is, is, is definitely higher now than it was before as a percentage of the ship's capacity. And we are seeing this up and down the East Coast, though, so it, it, it really is an alternative. But there are other reasons yet still for the ships to be And I, we haven't talked about it in a couple of weeks, but where are we with the ILWU negotiations out West? It's gotten really quiet. Is that intentional? No news is bad news. What's happening there? Yeah. So everybody, you know, first thing we got to realize is uh, both sides have a, um, what do you call it, a, a gag order yeah. on, on, on each other. Don't talk about it. Don't tell anybody. 
there are lots of people who claim to be close to people who are at the scene and are, are saying that they heard from somebody close to the scene, uh, you know, that's just the wrong thing to do. It's, right. it's impolite uh, and it's inappropriate. If you were told something in confidence, you should keep it that way. But there are things that make it out to the public. And so one of the issues is the ILWU is not the only union, you know, with, with employees or, or, or people at the port. You've got the International Brotherhood of Electric Workers. Um, you've got the uh, clerical workers. Uh, so, and there are a few other, you've got the- um, There's some the layers, right? Yeah. So and a lot is of these, Seattle a little bit different than LA too in that mix? Yeah, well, uh, Terminal 5 uh, was, uh, Seattle invested heavily in, in turning Terminal 5 back on. They've upgraded it. Back in its day, it was an APL terminal. It was considered one of the absolute best, most fabulous terminals in the country. But you know, you've got to upgrade the cranes and you know, be prepared for higher weights, etc. So they've been doing that and dredging. Uh, dredging takes a long time. There's a lot of marine life, so you can only dredge certain days. So they're finally getting ready, you know, we're getting closer to completing this, and there is competition over which union uh, gets to control the stevedores and other dock workers on that Terminal 5. Interesting. So that's what I read in the Journal of Commerce. Um, that's what I have heard from others. And whether or not this becomes an unresolvable issue, just like the discussions about automation, if that happens, uh, the union can have a vote and say, we've reached an impasse, let's have a vote, let's go on strike. And uh, so it's been since June 30th, and today is uh, practically the end of August. So we've been through July and most of August with these stevedores not working with the contract. So uh, if I was importing stuff, I would have long ago had shifted stuff towards the East Coast just as a precaution. So, and then to compound matters too, China is, you know, they got that nutty COVID policy of theirs that doesn't really work. Right. So they, they start testing people for COVID, then they lock them up, then they let them go, then they do it again, on and off. And so trying to produce stuff at the factories, very tough. And to compound things even worse, uh, it's the drought in China. The, the power plants have to have their power diverted to uh, generating electricity for air conditioners. It's no steady flow. It's like blast, turn off, blast, turn off. Right? Exactly. So we're seeing a lot of change, you know. I mean, Apple announced yesterday that they're going to really ramp up capacity in Asia, but in India, not in China. And what does that mean? Well, it means more, more boxes to the East Coast because when you, most of the container terminals in India are on the uh, west coast of India which faces Europe, and the Middle East, and North America, and they come to us via the Suez Canal. And more on China in our next podcast. Look forward to seeing you guys soon. Absolutely. Have a great afternoon. Hey, man, take care, everybody.